Podcast, and we got Pete and Lou from Paint It Black back again. Part two of this fun time we're having here. Dude, so many laughs going on, everything like that. You know, all the kinds of video games and beating children in games, and letting out that inner rage. Man, we got a funny bit coming up too, where we talking all about like an old person's home, like video game simulator. Think about how much fun that would be. Like trying to escape, using drugs, all kinds of fun things like that. Why not? What the hey? But, um, yeah, let's jump back into the action. These are good movies. Yeah, I remember there was just a time period where, like, I would actually watch, well, even me and Dunning, we watch just, like, stupid movies because you're like, these are the educational ones because you're going to learn from these films more than anything else. Like, what not? And there was a period where you, you would seek out just fucking stupid movies or you'd buy the most, like, you know it's fucking crap, but you buy it from the pawn shop anyways because <laughs> you feel it's going to be educational somehow. Yeah. At least learn from their mistakes. Yeah, me yeah. and uh, my buddies used to... Well, this is a real throwback to go to Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And it was it was right when that whole chain was ending. They were just liquidating everything. And so it was like, well, you can get five of these really unknown shitty movies for 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. And half of them had like like uh, r- washed up rappers were the, the main star. It's like, all right, well, this one has Coolio. This guy like that dickhead from Naughty by Nature. <laughs> like, Flavor Flav? Yeah. <laughs> This one stars Sticky Fingers. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know why, but like when your rap career fails, shitty movies is the go-to. Well, Produced that's... by Sci-Fi Channel? Yeah. yeah. That's when you fight Leprechaun in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, this is always the thing I always kind of wonder. It's like, have you ever noticed, okay, rappers are always in movies, but you almost don't see anybody else in music who happens to appear like, in a lot of films. Like, You don't really see a whole lot of rock stars in movies. Unless they're kind of just Mick in Jagger. the band section. Yeah, well, Mick Jagger, there's you know a few. David Bowie, you know, you got the handful that do. Iggy Pop. Yep. But for the most part, though, but like rappers, it's like it's almost like guaranteed they're going to be in at least some movies. And who knows, they might even become bigger stars. You know, you, you see Fifty Cent's like he's in all kinds of weird shit. That like, why, why is he even in this? Like, I don't even understand. You know, and Ice Cube's one of the biggest actors, Common. and you know, you just got all these. Yeah, Common, I'm Snoop Dogg, the- there are all kinds of things. But very rarely do you ever see, you know, you know, Steven Tyler might show up once in a blue moon, but you don't really just see a movie that just whole stars like Joe Perry. Rap- you know what I mean? It's just like, here's, here's a movie of Joe Perry fucking the fuck. <laughs> He's just one of the main characters. It's like, what the fuck? And rappers have the distinction of being the only musicians who star in movies about their own lives. Yeah, that's right. That's right like 50 yeah. Cent made a terrible movie about his own life. Yeah, but you got to give him credit for just doing it. <laughs> Was he that never- Richard I trying? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it is just that thing. It's like you know, I, it's like I just feels like I, I think more like rock stars and, and like metal guys should be in movies. Like what, what the hell's up with that? You know, you get Danny Phil from that one movie that he did, like Cradle of Fear, and that was about it. <laughs> well, wasn't that a piece of shit? Oh well, yeah, I think it was just a total like homemade fucking. He went out and shot it, you know, with some money that he made after a handful of albums of Cradle of Phil. I don't think it's like a legitimate full-on film but still it's like come on like at the end of the day it's like why can't these guys jump on board something else and just be in like partial starring roles you know that they're maybe they're just unwilling to let go of that whole persona that they have that's why rob zombie was smart he went behind the camera or just like i don't know for 
some reason, being like a dude from you know the inner city, it works in films a lot more than guy with leather and spikes. He's <laughs> not going to be like the cop duo, right? <laughs> not yeah, gonna you're not going to have Angus Young kind of like come in. It's like, oh, he's the new police officer. <laughs> We're going to team him up with an uptight officer who plays by the books, and he's like, you're rowdy, just. Nonsense cop. Yeah. Right. But there's not a lot of buddy potential there. Angus Young in his schoolboy uniform. <laughs> Trotting after a perp. <laughs> I was going to say, regarding like regarding rappers being in uh, shitty movies, I never saw it. I kind of wish I did. There's this one. like It had to come out like at least like seven years ago. Um, I think it was 50 Cent. Maybe I'm wrong here. It looked like it was shot like on a home video camera. And it had Ray Liotta and 50 cents in it and it was about he, he actually took the role really seriously like he like he was suffering of he was like he had cancer and he was going through chemo he lost 50 pounds for the role and it just i never saw the movie but i was just like oh my god this looks like i, I think lifetime would laugh at this movie if they saw this trailer i remember seeing him i don't know the name of that movie but i remember seeing pictures from it where he's super skinny and they're like, he's going all out for the. And then I never heard another thing about that movie. Mm-hmm. So it must have been pretty bad for him to do, like, drop 100 pounds of muscle to look like a cancer patient and then never hear of it again. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember looking, I remember seeing the trailer and it just looks kind of like something because I've been to a couple film festivals. It does not look like it was something that would star Ray Liotta in 50 Cent. It literally looked like just this. It literally looked like something like somebody like got a, like, like hey. Uh, can we shoot you back car for a second? Uh, yeah, go right ahead. Well, Ray Liotta's like one of those guys who just says yes to everything, along with like um, Danny Trejo and uh, Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley, like, I, I, feel like I could call Ben Kingsley and just be like, like, could you film this two-minute video with me? And just me fucking around. Sure, why not? Five hundred bucks. <laughs> everything. He's in this movie. It's like Transformers ripoff that I'm like been dying to watch. A tra- ben Kingsley's in a Transformers ripoff? Yeah, it's called like uh, Transmorphers or something, something like that. Oh, and fuck. I gotta see this. Folks, like a real? <laughs> yeah, somebody should tap him on the show like, you're Ben Kingsley. You could be in a real Transformers movie if you'd like. Right. Like the guy. And- well, for the end of the day, he's like, yeah, but they just gave me like fucking a hundred thousand bucks to show up and say a handful of lines. It's like, I think some guys, they just kind of, they go, Hey, it's easy money. And we have fun on the set because I always say like the shittier movies, I bet you are 10 times more fun to be on than probably like the real serious, like big budget movies. Probably you don't have to try. Well, yeah. You, it's also well, probably just like, what do they got? We got breakfast burritos. Awesome. I'm there. <laughs> uh, here's the title of the movie. I got it wrong. Transmorphers was a different piece of shit. Uh, it's called. Yeah, as I was gonna say, I remember seeing that one at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy it. It's really bad. Uh, <laughs> Didn't even want to buy it. I looked at it like, that's not for me. Let me tell you something about that movie. All the guns are either made out of a flat piece of plywood or, or PVC pipe. Awesome. And for whatever reason, it's dubbed. It's an English movie and it's just redubbed in English. This is all ADR. And it's way off. The sink is. <laughs> <laughs> it's way off. And there's no broken robots. <laughs> <laughs> Just only on the cover. Like you're waiting for a Transformer and like they don't show. All right, uh, but it's called Robot Overlords. Came out in two, 2014. I'll look that one up. But regarding regarding like some of these shitty movies just come straight to maybe they go to one or two film festivals and then they go to like straight to the three dollar like bargain bin. Um 
I just kind of, it just, as shitty as it is, it's just kind of funny, like, someone put their life savings into this shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they <laughs> failed. Like, somebody maxed out a credit card here. Yeah. To make. I always feel, though, at the end of the day, you got to give them credit for all that, though. You know, they somebody's got to do that. Damn it. That's like, that, that. Yeah. Yeah. Better than not doing anything. Knock them for trying, I guess. But it's just one yeah. of those things, somebody's just like, God, they really. I wonder if it's just one of those things, like, halfway through, where they're like, what the fuck are we doing? Or they're like, no, no, no. They need to see Renegade Zombie Apocalypse. They need to see this. Right. It's like the guy doesn't, he never wants off time. He just, he has to work. He doesn't care what the project is. And it's, and it's always kind of like those, yeah. a lot of those movies though, a lot of times they're like, I mean, you got the one with Ben Kingsley, but most of these movies, it's usually kind of like we have, uh, they're right. They're written, directed, starred and produced by the same guy. Like 95% of these movies. See, that's where I give him a lot more credits. Like, hey, this guy's doing all this fucking work. You look at a big budget movie, it's only got one guy directing it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know, but I mean, I think when you get that kind of thing, you almost get tunnel vision sometimes. I mean, you can oh, pull yeah. it off. You could be you could be an Orson Welles, but I mean, not everyone's an Orson Welles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, that's kind of how it is. And a lot of times those movies, though, even though some of those ones can be really fucking dumb, you kind of realize it's like, well, that movie only costs $2 million to make, and all you got to do is sell $4 million worth of tickets, which probably isn't that hard because you can kind of con a lot of people in, and you don't need to make a ton of money. You just got to make just twice as much as you spent. And some of them have a certain charm to them. Like, yeah. If you could stomach a bad movie, it's it's worth just watching it with your friends at least. Right. We spent a lot of hours doing that. I'm telling you, just look for a rapper. Uh, Coolio is, is guaranteed gem, you know? <laughs> ja Rule. <laughs> I saw this, this movie. Uh, I think it was so bad I couldn't finish it. Uh, Atlantic Rim. So, <laughs> 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 it looked like 90% of it was shot in like an abandoned school. But they're passing it off as like a submarine and all this other shit. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> my, old, my old standby with bad movies is once a year with a certain group of friends. We watch House of the Dead. From like, oh yeah, you will see that that movie like it has a like, weird charm for the fact that like yeah it's kind of probably like the worst video game movie ever made and has like very little connection even with like because really I'll say if somebody legitimately said like no no I'm gonna make House of the Dead the the video game into a movie and like did it like exactly as Sega intended. That would probably be a pretty cool over-the-top film. You know, you yeah. could have, like, if you had, like, Robert Rodriguez fucking direct it, you would probably Sam have Raimi. something fucking badass. Yeah, and Sam Raimi, it's really cool. But that House of the Dead one instead just went for, like, uh, they got zombies in it? That's all we need. It's like they forget there's monsters and all kinds of other crap going on. Yep, they threw 50 bucks to Uwe Boll and yeah. said, make a movie and call it House of the Dead. And I've watched that movie so many times, I've dissected it. <laughs> I can cite dialogue. I know that at one point in the movie, a hand shoots out and the zombie grabs a tree off from off camera and if you pause it just right moment, you could hear it fart <laughs> like, <laughs> this movie is magic I'm, i saw that movie in theaters oh i did too because <laughs> at that time period there was like real realistically they hadn't really made a I don't think they made a video game movie that was really like bad yet i mean at that point like you know some people might say oh i don't like the mario Bros. movie i'm like yeah but mario give or take though they still had like pretty good productions and same with like even street fighter and mortal Kombat and tomb raider and all that stuff and resident evil so all of a sudden house of the dead kind of comes out you just assume it's going to be at the same caliber as these last couple of movies that have been out there it's like oh oh no how did i, I always kind of wonder it's like how did that movie even get in theaters i mean i guess that's at a time period where like where else are you going to go straight to dvd maybe but 
It's so well, weird. It's like you said with the, with the video game movies. And on top of that, the zombie thing ha- was just taking off. Yeah. Like that was at the start of the current era of zombie craze movies. So you're like, zombie video game movie? I'm in. And I remember I was seeing it, it with a... Right after 28 Days Later, I think. Yeah, right around that era. Uh, Dawn of the Dead remake. Uh-huh. Right uh-huh. around that time. And I remember my friend being like, I'm scared of zombies. I don't know if this is going to be my kind of movie. And we left that movie crying. So happy we saw it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst. Yeah, God, I haven't seen a movie in uh, so long time. That'd make for a fun podcast commentary, that film. I would go out and buy it just for that. I've never seen that movie for a reason, but maybe it's you guys are kind of turning me on to it, so I'll have to check it out at some it, point. It, it's fun. It's definitely, I would say it's worth watching, but in just that weird, dumb way. Like, like I, I don't think it's like a bad, bad movie. Like, I still think it's like worth watching. It's not like one of those ones you sit there and go, God, was that a fucking waste of time? It's like, no, no, it's enjoyable, but just in different ways. You need to watch it as a comedy. That's the key. Because at a certain, they're all rave kids on an island. There's no fucking house in House of the Dead, and they <laughs> through the movie. They all they they fight zombies in a Matrix style like techno rap kung fu battle royale where they keep reusing the same shots over and over. And then they a guy gets bitten. They rewind the scene and play it again. It's like this is filmmaking, and they they, they literally <laughs> splice in footage of House of the Dead, the game, and do yeah. it. When a character dies, dude, they circle that person while blood drips from the top of the screen, like it's a video game. <laughs> like it, it's it's that's made, dedication. That's a that's yeah, a, that's I will a, say it's made differently than actually a lot of movies. Like I will say, there's nothing really like it. That's for sure. <laughs> when they shoot a zombie, it cuts from the movie into the video game of a zombie being shot in the game. Yeah, it's like, I've never seen that in anything else. (laughs) Gotta give him credit. Here's what you do. Take some hallucinogens. Watch this thing. Have a ball. Have a big old bottle of cough syrup while you watch it. Exactly. I'll say this, though. That director, Yule Bull, have you ever seen the movie Rampage that he did, though? Oh, no, I didn't. Dude, that movie is a fucking, like, awesome masterpiece and fucking ballsy as fuck. I I know that... It's literally a movie about what's one of those ones. It's about just a guy like who shoots up an entire town and you just watch this. And it's not like one of those movies. It's going to come around the end and be like, Oh, okay. You know, he was just trying to like, no, this guy stays this exact character. He is as it goes on. And at first you're like, Oh, this guy's just kind of fucking dickhead. And then you kind of see how it goes on. It's like, no, okay. I see how he's shooting up this town. It is actually totally worth watching. I, I kid you. Not, I don't mean it's like a bad movie. I mean, it's actually like, as far as a shoot up, like town movie goes, like in a sense of school shooting movie, just, to the next level, totally. If you have to watch watching. one school shooting the movie this year, <laughs> go Rampage. for this one because this is the one. This is the one that takes a school shooting movie and it doesn't try to make it like, oh, it's a drama. You know, we're gonna make it like a hard drama about these kids' lives. They're like, no, this is a school shooting movie where this guy's like, fuck it, I'm gonna shoot everybody in my fucking town because I fucking hate them all. Jesus, <laughs> and it comes from like his <laughs> point of view, not from like outsider's point of view. So that's where I say it's a ballsy film. When you said it was uh, called Rampage, I was like, he made a movie about the three monsters smashing the building? <laughs> no, I wish it was that. They're actually, I kid you not, they're in the works of making that movie. Why? Really? Well, because King Kong Godzilla. Uh, I, 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 like... I, as soon as I asked that, I realized, but at the same time, I'm just it's just a gut reaction. Like, I don't know. There's some things, it's like, I don't know. Uh, like, I guess we, more than I knew, the Power Ranger fan base is still there. But I guess Rampage... I thought that was like, oh, yeah, that was fun. Moving on. I'm surprised you still got people that are... Are people really wanting the Rampage movie, though? That's my question. No. The, no, It's no, exactly I, like that... Uh, what was it? Um, 
not Hot Wheels, but that other car movie. Um, uh, with Need the for monsters. Speed? Oh, no, Monster Trucks. Oh, Mon- Monster Trucks, yeah. Like, who the fuck is asking for that? Yeah. I don't give a shit in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's one of those ones, like, th- with Rampage, though, it's because that's, that's that kind of thing. Is like, you know, back in the day when people made video games, they pretty much just said, hey, I want to make a fucking Godzilla King Kong movie, but I don't have the rights to it, so I'm going to make my own thing, and that's what Rampage is. Or you look at something like Golden yeah. Axe. Golden Axe is clearly, I want to make a Conan game, but I don't have the rights to Conan, so I'm just going to make something that's just a knockoff of it. Or even Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto is all pretty much like, hey, we fucking love mobster movies. Let's just combine all the things we like together into one game. So it's always kind of stupid when people go like, oh, dude, let's make a Grand Theft Auto movie. I'm like, you know that Grand Theft Auto is you know, based already off, in a sense, movies. And that's same with like Rampage. It's like, dude, you know, it's pretty much just like, hey, we wanted to make a Godzilla King Kong game. Like, why would you? It's just so goofy to like throw that in there. It's just like, I don't know. Regarding the monster truck thing, uh, Lou, I'm not sure if you said this because you kind of blanked out on my side for a second, but do you guys know how that movie got made technically? No idea. Do you know? No. What happened was uh, um, of a Universal or Paramount, whatever studio it was, his kid said, Dad, what don't sounds cool to me? It's it's like an alien crawls inside of a car and it's his best friend. And... They go on adventures. Uh, it's called Monster Trucks. That's how that movie got fucking made. See, he should have been like, oh okay, Billy, that didn't work out for Robert Rodriguez and his kid. Why do you think it's going to work out for me? <laughs> and that guy got fired. Oh well, that God. movie, though, it's, it's like, like that poster, you would see it in there, and it's like, it does not look like that should be in a regular movie theater. It's like, this should be like at a high school. Like, well, somebody just learned how to use Photoshop, and now they got this special effects going on. It's just like it just did not look like it was up to par with all the other like triple A title movies. How would they afford black keys for the trailer? That's what I want to know. They had some money. But they certainly didn't spend the money on the special effects. That thing looked terrible in the trailers. It looked like it was like a ten year old movie that just happened to get like resurfaced. Like, oh fuck, we didn't finish this one. Oh jeez, we'll slap on some credits, put put a soundtrack on here. We could put this out and get some money for it. Apparently sat on a shelf for two years. Oh, did it? Not surprised. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that's you one know, of I'm kind of hating so, this, where the movies rely so heavily on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, for instance, uh, I, I watched Suicide Squad not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what, like, every two minutes is another song, and it just does not fit the scene whatsoever. Well, yeah. and to a point where it's like, you know, there's a fight scene to that old... Come, baby, come. Like, oh, my God, that song is a piece of shit. <laughs> What's happening now? Like, the final battle is going to be the rump shaker? Like, come on. Right. <laughs> yeah, ever since Guardians yeah, of the like, Galaxy, everybody's kind of kind of go with this big, strong. And in a sense, it's actually you know what it is. It's more like it reminds me it's like kind of ripping off Tarantino, but doing that, like, mm-hmm. in other movies that don't feel like they. See, it works in Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that they found a way to make it work in that one. But even, like, I'll say that new King Kong movie does the same thing, too. But since it's supposed to be, like, a 70s war film, it's like, okay, they kind of tie it in a little bit better, like, why they have this 70s soundtrack. Well, it's like you said, Tarantino writes his movies with with the songs already in in his head. Right. Uh, Guardians, that played directly into the plot. They found that nice little niche, late 80s music where they can, you know, have the cassette actually factor into the story. Suicide Squad, for your example, Lou, was just, like... There was no rhyme or reason to any of it. And it was like a series of music videos. And uh, all right, I don't want to go off on that movie. 
But it's like you knew which characters were going to die because they didn't get their own music video. Right. <laughs> and then <laughs> I watch it. And I'm like, how much fucking money did they spend on this? Yeah. A ludicrous amount of money. Why is Eminem playing? Yes. <laughs> it was such a weird mashup because it was like when they introduced Amanda Waller, it's Sympathy for the Devil by Rolling Stones. And yeah. then it's Eminem when they're getting their guns and gear. And yeah, yeah it, that song irritates me to no end. When I hear it in a movie or like a trailer, I'm like, I'm not seeing it. I'm not fucking seeing it. The same thing happened because it was in like a, a Minions trailer. Oh, I do. Like, there's I, no way. Because I was like, nah, 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 that one. It, yeah, Eminem has, has two ways of doing music, like super serious or just absolute joke. It, it, it barely can be considered music. That's where he does the cartoon voices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I just can't. I can't. I cannot. <laughs> you just get minion flashbacks. Like I, I throw my hands in the air. If I was in the theater. Like you just don't care. I would just be like, oh, oh like the whole time. Like nom flashbacks. Like no, no. Hear like children screaming, gunshots, minions marching. <laughs> just getting triggered. Triggered left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's kind of. It's always a weird thing with those soundtracks because soundtracks can make a movie really cool, but sometimes they can feel out of place. And I think. Well, Suicide Squad, the whole that is all because Guardians did it, so that's why we're gonna do it. That was like I think that's all it was at the end of the day. Whether or not David Ayer wanted to do that, it's, the producers were like, "Nope, work for Guardians." Yeah, that's why they had the uh, trailer company re-edit the whole thing. That worked out well. Yeah. Hey, we got to know what the real version would have been. <laughs> well, if it's anything like what we got, we're hey, we got a girl with the baseball bat. Send her to fight the demigod. Yeah, here's somebody who has <laughs> yeah, no superpowers. Whole, I mean, like. Yeah. That whole thing was boggling my fucking mind. There, uh, there's this god, and he is just disintegrating stuff with touch, like super easy. Send in the boomerang guy. Yeah. <laughs> Another guy. And no they're like, of, like, what's going on? Yeah. Why aren't they dying instantly? I assumed it would be something kind of like when I saw the trailer. I assumed, okay, Joker has a hold of a nuclear weapon or some or something to that effect, you know. And, and I just like, okay, so I could see how like you know Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, and all those other guys would fit in. Then like, oh, Enchantress is the main villain, which I'll be surprised. I was surprised. I was a little surprised and caught off guard about that, which I'm glad that they. Well, actually, ultimately, no. I wish they did keep it the Joker, but I'm um, you know at least that was one thing they didn't try to spoil for the audience. Mm. But did you ever see uh, the animated movie Assault on Arkham? Oh, it's amazing. That movie's awesome. It's what it should have been. That's the perfect Suicide Squad movie. All they had to do was something like that, and they would have been gold. That seems to be the going theme, where they try to do something, and then everyone's like, they should have just done this same movie over again. Well, see, do a live action movie. Yeah. Me and Dunningham said this like over the last handful of years on the podcast. They're like, dude, you know, if they really just want to make a perfect comic book movie... Just grab literally those guys that are already making those DCU movies three or so a year and grab the, that team and just say, hey, write and direct this. Like, just get those guys yeah. and just let them have 100% creative control. Don't do it. It's like they will turn out the best fucking Batman, Superman, Guardians of Gat. Or my God, I mean, Suicide Squad movie. I was getting confused there. Oh, fuck. Grab the guys that do the Grab those same guys. Have them do Marvel movies. They'll probably turn out even better Marvel movies than you're used to right now. It's like. Get the guys that like fucking love the shit out of this stuff. They know it better than anybody else and have them fucking make it. Like, come on. Like, why would you not? But I don't know. It's They still have that weird thing at the end. They're like, oh, those guys, those guys, they make animation for fucking kids. Oh! And it's like, dude, no, no, dude. They're making fucking more serious movies 
Then they're like, yeah, but it's not fucking movies. It's like, dude, it's the same fucking thing. At the end of the day, it's a goddamn fucking storytelling. What the fuck is the difference? Yeah, and every one of those animated movies is, is pretty solid. Yeah, they've never fucked up at all on any of them. Yeah, like you can definitely trans. I was just watched uh, Justice League Dark. Fucking amazing. Not too long ago. And sitting there going, this is perfect. This is everything I want. The Swamp Thing? Hell yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Give me more of this. Yeah, it's just like... I feel like they're amping people up for, like, John Constantine or Swamp Thing again, or Just League Dark in general. Yeah. I, I hope Constantine just... They need to give him a shot. He had that show for a while that I actually kind of like. pretty good. It's coming back. Oh, is it actually? Is it coming back? See, it's coming back to CW. I saw... I didn't watch the trailer, but I saw, like, a thumbnail Well, for see, it. that's where it belongs. It's because on NBC was such a weird station for that show. That was, like, the wrong place. Yeah, and that that was a solid. That was good casting on that show. Mm-hmm. That guy looked like John Constantine. No, and this, the show itself was really good. Oh, uh, I want to just step back to uh, the music thing for a second. Um, you know, a movie has the most ridiculous music drops. One <laughs> of Spencer's favorites. Oh. Jet- Jet Li. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, that movie's so ridiculous, and, and that's why it's okay. <laughs> but it didn't even have just like weird drops. It was all of a sudden. It would cut off with <laughs> like you didn't fade out or nothing. It was just scene over. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like the, some of the small little things they do in that movie. It's kind of like I'm not gonna lie. I, that movie, the action in it's cool and it's super ridiculous. It's super over the top. It only been made when it did come out. But I'll say, regarding the music, it's like what you just said, Lou. It's like the part. All right. So how does the chick get her evil boyfriend, husband, whatever, out of the? you know, jail, like like a little jail thing that's going to transport on to the other jail place. She goes in there with high heels. A little panel opens up in her shoe with a rat. The rat crawls out, has a little explosive device, and then what happens right before it goes off? Wah! Get up and get down with the sickness! <laughs> I, I think it's like... Uh... <laughs> I think it's like a lost in translation kind of thing because that happens a lot with uh, Jet Li movies. That's kind of true because uh, well, I mean you can't you can't forget he did that movie with that rapper DMX, uh, Cradle to the Grave. Yeah, Cradle yeah. to the Grave. Uh-huh. And then I remember watching uh, a really great movie of his called uh, Kiss of the Dragon. You ever see that? That one's good. Oh, that's that's my favorite Jet Li movie. Really, really good. And one of the best fight scenes, he's fighting these like really tall dudes, and it's like, how's this little Chinese dude gonna fight these guys? It's amazing. But the whole time, you you hear this hip hop jam. For some reason, it's just the chorus playing, and the chorus happens to be "Big Titty Bitches, Big Titty Bitches." It's over and over. Again. <laughs> and I'm like, he's pummeling this guy's head in the "Big Titty Bitches." I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Incredible to the. That's because some Chinese producer doesn't speak English, but he likes just the beat of the song. That's probably what it is. Cradle to the Grave. There's that part where it's like DMX is on the run, and then he steals some guy's motorcycle. He's like, or he stole some guy's quad. Was it the ATV part? Yeah, and he's like, that guy stole my quad, and he starts chasing him through the city on like a fucking like on a like a motorcycle, and then we cut back to Jet Li in like a cage, the arena, just fighting all these guys to saliva. It's like. Click, click, pull. <laughs> yeah. I think if anything, yeah, is that the is that the part where we find all the UFC fighter guys? We've definitely nailed every like cliche hard rock song from right. the early 2000s that was in every movie. Oh, I forgot about that. One. Well, Jet Li was a guy like he 
he pioneered almost like that type of music in like an action film. Like it all kind of stems from him or well, whoever, you know, is in charge of making his movies that, you know, the sort of rap slash hard rock metal. Cause you know, and that thing appeared in like all kinds of movies, you know, you look at like triple X, the original one, you got all those songs in that movie too, which that was kind of my biggest complaint. Like I liked that new triple X movie a lot. I thought it was really fun, but I was like, dude, where the fuck's the metal songs? Like that's half a triple X. Like, come on. Put some new bands in here right now. I don't care. Put some deathcore or something. I'll take anything. Just throw laughs? some metal in there. Why is there no metal in this movie? <laughs> where's that? Uh, that song, uh, Damn. Where's the? Come on, where's the body the floor? Because it's in the that movie too. Rock song. Hey man, nice shot. Hey man, nice. <laughs> a little filter in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like in every. every... You said, <laughs> but I, I, I think the opening scene of Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, with that song, still a great scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just saying, it's you. I will defend that one part. But uh, you know, going back to uh, Kiss it, uh, the Dragon, the ending is so fucking funny. Where uh, have yeah, you guys seen I the saw movie? That movie in yeah. Back in the- I think even though Jet Li wins, the other guy, you know, he had the last word. You know, he got to die. You know, basically with his head held up high. So Jet Li defeats him with his special move, Kiss the Dragon, and he's paralyzed. He's like, oh, "What'd you do to me?" Oh. I I perform kiss of a dragon. Kiss a dragon. Kiss my ass. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter if you win now. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a guy to pop out like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like. Well, it's funny because that movie's kind of like out of all those like Jet Li movies at that same time period with Romeo Must Die and all that ones. Kiss the Dragon's kind of a little bit more serious. One where it's like this is real issues in France, you know what I mean? So to have that be like kind of ending line, it's like oh well, that's kind of funny. If that was in Cradle of Grave, you would you'd be like I expect that. Yeah, it's actually like a really good movie. It's got that awesome fight scene where he fights like thirty judo uh-huh. guys or whatever, like beats all of them. And uh, like a ton of really great fight scenes, and it's just really, really like off-putting stuff, like big titty bitches. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's just like Jet Li, just like I really what, like that song. Put it just... Yeah, he doesn't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's what pumps him up. Just on his workout playlist. I'm always... yeah. yeah, Jets uh, jams. <laughs> you know, that's another another thing that I want them to get rid of in movies. Is uh, sorry. I was thinking about the useless chick. Oh, please get rid of useless chick. Like the cliche useless chick. Yeah, just kind of get staggered. Around. He's just like along for the ride. Like, what are we doing here? Oh no! Like that chick. Yeah, and she's not. She's not just along for the ride, but she's actively hindering the progress of the mission or whatever. Yeah, that's a bad trope. Yeah, it's well, it's, it's, ugh, it's in everything. Here's a good. Here's a movie that's not really that great of a movie. But I will give him like 100 percent credit for doing this. But it's like the World War Z movie with Ben of uh, Brad Pitt. I love because when mm. I first watched the movie, it was like, oh, fuck. He's going to drag that family around with him. And he's like, no, no, get on this helicopter. Get out of here. I'm like, more movies need to at least take that cue right there. That <laughs> is what you fucking do. You don't take the family or the useless characters with you. You send them off at the very beginning and you go do your mission. You know, or like Tom Cruise. Like, this is the other one. It's always like, this. it could be an amazing movie, but two fucking little kids seem to ruin it. But Tom Cruise's. And Steven Spielberg's War of the Worlds, like those two kids are, you just, I don't care. Even towards the end of the movie, I'm like, I hope Tom Cruise just stabs the living daylights out of these kids and sacrifices them to the aliens. And that's how the movie, that's how he gets them off the planet. Because the son <laughs> in that movie is the worst. White uh, Even the little girl, because I probably the little girl's like, no, I don't want to eat that. It's not like mom made it. It's like, dude, you're, there's a fucking crisis going on. Your dad's trying his fucking hardest to like, 
do everything for you, and you just are being like so fucking bitchy. It's like somebody just needs to beat the shit out of you because clearly whatever type of like <laughs> lessons your mom's teaching you are not doing good enough. Yeah, this is not the time for your teenage angst. You know, it's the same thing I don't like about the Jurassic Park movies. Like, I love Jurassic Park, but those little twerps. See, I don't mind them in Jurassic Park. See, Stranger want- Jurassic Park kind of almost, like, works. It's like, it, they don't, they're not as bad as, like, you think they could be. Well, the kids in that movie are part of his arc. He doesn't like kids. He gets <laughs> stranded with kids. He likes kids at the end. They made him so unlikable, though. I was, I was really hoping they'd get caught. <laughs> just waiting for the one Jurassic Park movie where the kid walks in and just like a like a fucking raptor comes and like oh what the fuck the end because make it worse well, like, what... putting up with this annoying brat if he like bad would be funny it's like oh Alan Grant he hates kids so it's like we'll leave him up the two kids so what does he do he he use he ties the kids up like on a fucking tree and like puts honey on them and leaves them there for a distraction <laughs> yeah they're being chased by raptors he just kicks the knee out of the boy <laughs> oh, no! right. Uh, did, uh, did, the girl, she's like, keep running. I might need you for later. <laughs> they do the most amazing thing. He's being chased. He's almost caught. He just takes the baby and, and throws it over his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and gets away. You guys ever see uh, Hobo with a shotgun? No, I haven't I seen that no, yet. I, seen that um, I know that one. Who's in that? Um, Rugger Howard. Rugger Howard, yeah. Well, there's this part in the movie where one of the villains just goes in with this flamethrower and just annihilates the school bus full of children. And before that, they did this short horror film called, I think, I don't know if it's called Christmas Trees, but it's, it's something like that. It's this horror film, this Christmas horror film about trees christmas trees coming to life and then killing a whole suburb of people they actually show one stomp on the head of an infant oh my god (laughs) (laughs) you know uh that purge movie the newest one they have a lot of really feeling you know really horrible character and then they get it bad like they get their head squished by a car like you really see some gruesome shit i love it that was the uh, election day one yeah yeah Yeah, the first one didn't jump out to me just because it was like Oh, we're oh, no. a rich white family hiding inside of a house. Oh, oh, you guys got the coolest concept. And you're just staying like Ethan, Ethan Hawke hanging out in a house. Fuck that. That movie is a piece of shit. That's one of the few times where the first one was the worst one. Yeah, yeah. Both the sequels were considerably better. I recommend both of them. See, I fell off after the first. I'm going to have to go back. The first one is so stupid. And then they have that kid who's like, like, uh, I don't want to say half a retard since that's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> And this piece yeah, like, if it's true, it's true. He's like Asperger-y. Okay. Spectrum. And so, so, yeah. so, he's, and so, <laughs> so he's doing all this annoying shit, fucking the whole plan up. I mean, that whole movie like really irked me. Like the guy, the guy worked for the defense company that uh, defended homes, and his they knock his door down like immediately. Just some dickheads with a truck. I don't remember any. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they took. Yeah. Yeah, these guys, they were just like, give us the black dude. And... <laughs> <laughs> Is that the tagline for That's the movie? I mean, that was the whole thing. It was like they really wanted to kill this black dude. It was on the poster. <laughs> yeah, and so, it, he, I mean, you got to think the guy working for the company has a, a good system, and they get in with no effort at all. Huh. You're not selling yeah. me anymore. No, that was the first one. That's the first one. See, the thing is, I've always heard everybody says two and three, awesome. Number one's yeah. kind of like you just you just kind of watch it to get the concept of what's going on. 
there. And then in the second, third one is all like carnage in the streets, like crazy shit. You know what? I've seen That's the Rick I see. episode. I feel like I know everything I need to know about the purge. So now I'll just watch the second and third. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. They're, I mean, you're not going to see anybody winning awards for acting, but there's some really great action. Yeah. When I hear that concept, it literally sounds like you got a 15-year-old kid who want to make a movie. Just it, That's just what it sounds like. It's just like, okay, so you get this one day a year, you know, the world's gone into, like, turmoil. So they got to, like, clean out the trash, right? So, so get it. One day, killing is allowed and everything else, too. So you just got to either lock yourself up or you go out in the streets and fight each other. Because there's no way that sounds like, you know, if some somebody was trying to sell that to, like, Congress, it's like, that ain't fucking bad. <laughs> and, yeah. But a 50-year-old kid would think that's how you solve the fucking world's problems. I want to be a fly on the wall on that congressional hearing. <laughs> you know, okay, I, like, so it, fucking this kid comes in, he's got, like, a backwards hat kind of to the side. Like, okay, listen to me out, guys. I got the best idea ever. It's going to fucking it's gonna make everything work, okay? <laughs> like, how did this guy get in here? Like, I don't know. He, they, they, We put his name on a list, and it finally got down to his name, so he has to get to say what he wants to say. Baron, Why please leave. Vote for this? Like the concept. Is he even related really to anybody cool. here? Nope, nope. He just signed a signed a fucking waiver and he's allowed to be in here. It's his American, you know, kind of ideals being spoken. We gotta honor it now. You know, I feel like they could extend that series by making almost like a comedy kind of thing, uh, where it's the day after. Where people are being super awkward to each other. <laughs> where it's like, Brad, he raped Jenny, but it was on birthday, so. <laughs> and, then, and then Frank comes out, he's like, yeah, but Brad raped me. <laughs> Imagine the memes that must come after Purge Night. Yeah. And poor Brad. So like, oh, look. Ooh. Don't look at me like I'm the bad guy here. Right. We all had bloodlust. Right. I just, I got my clown mask. I was just excited to use it. Right. I mean, like, there's no way that would work. Everybody would be dead. Like, you know. <laughs> Day after the purge is one of the best ideas I've ever heard. Yeah. Imagine like, the cleanup crews, how much money they make. Yeah. <laughs> there's some jobs right there. See, that's what that kid's selling. He's like, okay, I know this is going to make jobs for everybody. There's going to be a cleanup crew, right? You know what I mean? Like, so we get, like, people like our dads to go out there and fucking clean this stuff up the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's like, I also like the visual of like just like a 40 something Midwestern dad putting away his gimp suit for the year <laughs> next year. Yep. And then putting on his jumpsuit and getting in like the dump truck to go clean up town. <laughs> I did something today. <laughs> See, the Purge would also work as a good video game. I think that thing's set up well for that as well. Like a beat em up? Or yeah, almost like a beat em up kind of mix mash with like you can almost kind of. You could almost even make it even one of those kind of games where it's like you can go around anywhere. Give it like the Legend of Zelda style where you can like you can just climb up the side of any building you see. You can bust into windows and just start fucking like stabbing or shooting or doing whatever you need to do. It's technically it's postal. It sounds just like postal game now that I say it is out loud, but <laughs> like a open world version of that man yeah. game, right? Yeah, it sounds like something that kind of like Jack Thompson would have like fought against back in like the early two thousands. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Man. You know, I, I you need that kind of carnage, though. I don't know how many times I've played Fallout, and I'm just wailing on this kid, and I'm like, he's not going down. <laughs> <laughs> well, seeing as, you, seeing as you work like with kids all the time, I don't blame you. You probably need to get it out every once in a while. Yeah, we really mm-hmm. learned something about your relationship to children today. <laughs> I mean, like, sometimes, you know what happens when you, when you can't really yell at them at, or anything like that? It builds, and it builds. <laughs> And it's like, I want to just 
grab this kid by the ears and scream right in his face. You know, so you just <laughs> why can't I do that in Fallout? Right. Like, why can't I just take my like name that kid? You need an outlet. Such and such. And and yeah. just hit him with a power. <laughs> Let me ask you this. <laughs> did you blow up Megaton? Uh you know, I did both routes. Okay. But I, was, I thought you'd be the guy who would get like sweet satisfaction, like, yes, there were children in that. Town. Well that <laughs> it, that wasn't my sweet satisfaction. That what I did was I enslaved <laughs> little Big Town. Oh, the kid. <laughs> yeah. I made sure all those fuckers went, well, you see, know, now got you... caught. First off, do you go to do you go to like Jimmy's birthday? Like, come on, Jimmy, we'll go to little Big Town. Like, oh, here's your fresh new life. And then you go like, yeah, motherfucker, that way. Let's go fucking get him. Was it like that just to get the yeah. double whammy? Hey, okay, Jimmy, have this Uzi. Go fight that Death Claw while I sit back and watch. I'm gonna eat this sweet roll while you go fight a death claw. Yeah. <laughs> well, that fat fuck didn't get too far when I played the game. That guy was dead pretty immediately. Yeah. And then I made sure I took my stuff back. I was dead corpse. <laughs> I used to get twisted with. That. I thought handing a kid a gun would be like the ideal thing to cross the wasteland. No, not the case. I thought, yeah, I thought he was gonna be protected. Well, a lot of ghouls in there. Better get in there, Jimmy. <laughs> Do your part, to society. Yeah, take man. this knife. <laughs> I'll hang on to the stim packs, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's an adult thing. Yeah. I mean, like when when you first go out there, like you you barely have like a stick, you know. <laughs> so giving to somebody a gun, they're pretty good. Yeah, nothing quite like getting a little kid hopped up on jet. Right. <laughs> <Just> give me... <laughs> Quit being a pussy. I don't care if you don't like the way it tastes. Yeah, right. He's gonna be eating mole meat for the rest, <laughs> the rest of his life, but it'll be all right. <laughs> oh, it'll, be, it'll be fun while it lasts. <laughs> uh, I heard that they were trying to get that into the game, and then just didn't it didn't end up happening. Where you could just killing kill kids, like let that be a thing. Come on, probably it's just it's one of those ones like no video game so far has really allowed you to kill a kid just because it's like they're like, well, it's kind of like when Grand Theft Auto, like why you run around the world of adults and you never really get to see children. Or why in Fallout, like, you kill anything else in that game, but for some reason a kid comes up and he's got, like, immortality, at least by your hands. This, is gonna, this might sound somewhat hateful, but I think once the baby boomer, boomer generation goes, they'll start being able to kill pe- kids in video games. <laughs> oh, so we, what you're saying is we gotta go out there and fucking kill old people first, and then we can kill kids. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying... May I propose a solution? <laughs> a purge, right. if you will. <laughs> but it won't be. A, it'll be a purge of everyone over fifty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even if like they started, they softballed it in by like if you snuck up on him, you could just really injure him bad. Like you just put him in a chair. You know, put him in a wheelchair. <laughs> I'd be like, sad. Put, to... Make him cripple. Make him like a wheelchair. Yeah. It's like if you got him while he was sleeping, you just break his fucking back. <laughs> I'd be sad, but if you could just trip him down some stairs or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and as long as his back was turned, you couldn't get in trouble. Like, that's the biggest problem. Like, I'd wail on a kid and the whole town would be after me. And then I had to kill 50 people. <laughs> <laughs> now, can you kill well, a kid in The Sims? Probably. Yeah, but, uh, it's not the same thing. thing. Well, yeah, that's more just like watching people get stupid with fireworks. Yeah. Like, I, I know all the Bethesda stuff you can't do. it. Like, Skyrim, you can't hurt kids. But I'm sure somebody's modded it. I point. mean, like, you can wail on goats and shit all day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Like, like this, See, at least a goat. I'd rather, you know, keep these goats alive than these stupid kids. I want to <laughs> say in like Fallout 2 and 1 back on the PC, you could kill a kid. And I want to say there, there's controversy over this. I saw like in a Did You Know Gaming thing for it. One of the icons, you know, you pick a different perk. It'd be a different illustration of the little like Fallout guy doing something. The perk was a guy kicking a pregnant lady. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that part in the game. That was like Fallout One or Two, and they got that removed for later versions. Oh, that's probably why. It's just that <laughs> it gives you gives you a strong advantage or a bonus when you kill a kid. <laughs> the miscarriage perk. How did yeah. that not? <laughs> now, if you, if you combine that with that cannibal. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, Luke! Luke's painted a picture of his, vir- his virtual self is a monster. I mean, you can't let that good. Everyone needs an outlet. <laughs> <laughs> That's precious, precious meat. Right the old there. California cheeseburger. <laughs> Human veal. You know what I'm saying? Jesus Fall Christ. off the bone. I don't endorse his views. <laughs> but I think we should have absolute freedom video games, so I stand by it. Yeah. <laughs> don't tread on me, Pete. <laughs> because that's the whole thing. It's the thing is, let somebody who has this pent-up rage take it out on a kid in a video game. That's okay, because then he's not going to do it in real life. If you don't have a place to let this outlet out, it's just going to keep building up. And then one day, next thing you know, it's going to be fucking Rampage and not the one with the Yule Bull movie. No, he's going to literally turn into a giant ape and start punching little kids as he walks down the street. So you don't want that fucking... Science will find a way. Yeah. And if you can't, you know, if anywhere, the wasteland seems like a good enough place, I guess. It's safe. No one's going to know. There's no security cameras or anything. Except for maybe a robot. I mean, I... (laughs) I do like you can pretty much like if you see a homeless guy, you can just waste him. That <laughs> everyone's homeless and fallout. I know, but like there, there's just who are worse off. We're just wearing rags, and she's like, "Let me just end it for you." Um, there's a piece of mercy. <laughs> Let me chuck a malt of cocktail at your face. It's yeah. like, how many bottles of water are you gonna ask me for? Like, get uh, get a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a fucking job. It's called saving your fucking planet. You can't get a job. Get a gun. Shit. <laughs> Yeah, I got a lot of yeah. side quests. Take some of them, all right? <laughs> I'm just cleaning up the streets. <laughs> I keep doing this Wasteland Survival yeah. Guide. You know, I, I used to do that in GTA also. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast. Kill hobos? I'd kill hookers. You know, I, I, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> and I, I think everybody did it because it's just like, I've always wanted to know. I need my money back. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, like, I, I'd get them in the car and go super fast and fly off a cliff, but like jump out at the last second. And you oh, there's hear, something magical about that. And you <laughs> could hear them in the background be like, you don't know what you'll miss like, <laughs> <laughs> So you did like the November rain thing with Slash? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it was funny. Like, I had an apartment with a couple dudes back then, and I had been doing this for like a half hour. And I didn't, I didn't know that my buddy was like behind me the whole time. And eventually he's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm cleaning up, man. <laughs> Clean up the streets. Yeah. One at a time. I'm the, judge me. I'm the hero Liberty City deserves. <laughs> right. Well, that's always, oh, I like one of Trevor one of your lines Trevor says when he's getting blown is like, uh, call me by your nut uncle's name. <laughs> <laughs> well it's one of those ones of like games. Sometimes it's it's just something that's always kind of bothered me is when you're playing a game and it's like everybody relies on you to fucking fucking save the entire world it's all up to fucking you god forbid anybody else has to lift their fucking finger like sometimes even like like you know it's like almost in those dynasty warrior games because i was playing like hyrule warriors not that long ago and it's just like god that game's one of those ones like if it wasn't if it wasn't for you to fucking fight all these guys off nobody else would be able to do anything you know what i mean you're the only person that can fucking save anybody everybody else they just stand there and fucking just let shit get yeah. demolished 
Right. That's a big beef with all games where it's like, I'm saving the world here. Do you really need me to take time to deliver your letter? Mm. <laughs> yeah, so, like God. Well, I'll give you a nice I'll give you a nice purse so you can carry more rupees if you do. Like, well, I guess I have to have it. <laughs> I'm not well, I should just be able to stab yeah. right in your sleep I'm, and take it, but <laughs> like I'm the one fighting Ganon. Give me your purse, Dan. Yeah, yeah, you don't deserve it. God, in fact, free lodging. Can I get all the free milk? I'm the only one fighting fucking Ganon here, so Right. That'd be like if Gaston happened to like end up being like the hero at time. Just this guy shows up. Just okay, everybody. Y'all know who the hero is around here. Give me your daughter. Yeah, give me all your daughters. Round them all up. Well, like, <laughs> like don't you have to go fight G- like Ganon? Yeah, it's, you will get to that point. It's um, you know, it's not the biggest deal in my mind right now. I need the best shield, you know best sword, you... best everything you got, and I ain't doing no fucking side quest to get any of it. I like there's that one when you go to Creco Village. There's that one guy who's like. My son's a fucking pussy! And there's a kid, like, just trotting around, like, like the whole town, waving his arms. He's like, he's like, you can have my daughter. Go right ahead. <laughs> Make sure at least one of them's not gay in the family. You guys played that Fable 3? No, Never I haven't did. played it. Three star. It's so bad. There's You, you constantly got to, like, interact with people. So it's like to, to gain people's favor, half the time you're dancing like some asshole. Like yeah. tap dancing and shit. Half the time in the game, you're fucking tap dancing. Dance, monkey, dance. Well, that's, that's yeah. all the Fable games. Yeah, well, that's the only one I ever played because it's fucking tap dancing RPG game. <laughs> <laughs> I played the first one, and the thing is, because I was like on that hype, like, you could do this, you could do that, and it's like, well, you could do whatever you want. It just has no effect on the story. And even though you're killing and slaughtering the whole countryside, people still, hello, hero, when they see you. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that one you couldn't kill kids too, as well, right? You, I, I tried. You couldn't. No, I, I mean, you could beat the fuck out of them, but you couldn't kill them. <laughs> you could get your belt out and kind of <laughs> give them a lesson. Well, I remember the, they were like, because like, oh, like you get, you couldn't kill people in like gated areas or communities, like gated communities, and um, that's where all the kids were. And I remember just wailing on a kid, like he won't fucking die, you know, but I can kill other people, so yeah. You're like this evil demon with red glowing eyes, and you can't put this kid down. I know. It's like my only weakness. My one weakness, children. <laughs> that's why. See, that's Ganon right there. It's like there. It's like my one weakness. A boy shows up. <laughs> I can't beat him down. A boy in a green skirt. The game doesn't allow it. <laughs> Maybe Not- like once they once their balls drop, that's where they like lose their powers against them. So right, it's got to wait them out. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> But like if I hide out in the castle long enough, <laughs> just this army of children just older. surrounding the castle. Right. <laughs> no, my one weakness: effeminate boys. <laughs> right. Uh, he's like, once he realizes he sees a bunch of boys outside wrestling each other, fighting over, and there's just some strange girl sitting there in the corner. Nobody's actually talking to her. They're just all like being like chimpanzees, swinging on trees, and trying to show off how each one's so cool. He's like, they finally evolved. Now I can go out there and kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Once they stop smashing pots, they're all mine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It got to something there. <laughs> I don't, yeah. When we took a trip. <laughs> those, 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 yeah, I think we figured out. We asked the hard questions of, you know, you should be able to kill kids in video games. Just saying. <laughs> you know, I'm working on fucking in video games. I, I don't care about fucking in video games. I want to kill. I want to kill to the max, you know what I'm saying? Do everything. But fuck That's it. always the weird one, too, where it's like, there was like that. It's like how when Mass Effect One came out, it's like, oh, you could do the, you, you know, you could slip the characters in the game. And you're like, what? 
That's fucking weird. Why would anybody want to do that? Then you play the game and you're like, oh, okay, I got to just see what this is all about. Yeah, it's, but it's always just like a cut scene where they go, go into, you don't see nothing, and then they come back and they're like, oh, that was great. Like, that's fucking retarded. I don't need that. You want a whole, like, mini game. A like, mini game, yeah. Like, wow. Press B to thrust. It, it will be like, like the old the might. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you need interactions yeah. like No More Heroes. How, like, when you have to recharge your sword, you have to jerk it off the Wiimote. Oh, yeah. With the Wiimote, you have to actually, like, right. recharge it like that. Or get, like, the perfect button combination. Otherwise, yeah. you're, like, a two-bump chump. Quarter circle <laughs> forward. <laughs> 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 yeah, there's got to be like uh, uh, penalties for not doing a good job. You know, like she you know? like she kills you or something, or, she, or VD. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. So your health just slowly <laughs> declines. <laughs> right, you catch something. You got to pick up Valtrex for the rest of the game. Yeah, right. Start itching. <laughs> She's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. So every time you actually like make money off a job, half of it goes to her for child support. Yeah, and you can't kill a kid in a game. We've yeah. established that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not gonna happen now. Might have happened in the '90s, not anymore. Once she's pregnant, she's invincible. Right. <laughs> you blow a megaton up. Oh fuck, she's still there. Right. <laughs> Better. No, not even a nuclear bomb will take her out. Got to stop my quest to save the world. This kid needs food. <laughs> They should make a simulation game where it's just like chat port. <laughs> That's all. So, so you have to go out and do quests literally just to pay for all this stuff that you can never enjoy the money of. This yeah. big epic world, all this fantastic science fiction shit. Like, what are you doing? I just got to feed my kid. Yeah, I got to pay for child support. It's office. I, I can't even stay in my own house anymore. I got to walk around, you know, the entire map doing random side quests for people just so I can send money back that I don't even get to spend myself. Yeah. Why do you think I stopped questing and started serving potions? <laughs> I used to be a like, hero once. <laughs> the legend of broken dreams. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, I was all... I, I did have this whole, like, crew I traveled with. Went on adventures, you know, but one night knocked up this chick. And you know how life plays out, man, you know? <laughs> you know how it is. Once there's a kid around, can't beat him anymore. I still hang out with him every so often, but, you know, they're off doing their thing. I'm just doing my thing, you know. You know, serving now, potions. Now, you just have fights with your wife during the game. You're like, I'm the hero of time. And they're like, no, it's you're the hero of time to settle down and grow up. <laughs> no, you're just too old to adventure. Yeah. Like, no, leave you it just, for the heroes. You just go looking for the ocarina. Like, I got to reset this. Like, no, you don't. Where are you going? I'm resetting this. You're not fucking. I'm going this. back in time. The final, like, final Life was better when the master sword was in the temple of time. <laughs> The last scene of the game is you're just in a rocking chair next to Ganon. Like, why were we fighting? Yeah. <laughs> you're right, dude. Yo, I didn't realize we had so much in common. You like to be kids? Apparently I do, too. <laughs> Your son's an asshole, too? All right. Maybe, like, if you stick around long enough and he comes of age, you can just give him a look. Just give the kid a look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You put 18th, on the damn tunic. His 18th birthday. <laughs> but the next thing you know, you're too old, and now he's being your ass. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's like He's an invincible boss now. He locks you in a dungeon. <laughs> like, oh, great. Puts you in a home. <laughs> that's what it is. That's just Link on a little walker, just going through some Hyrulean, like, you know, <laughs> retirement home. <laughs> yeah. He's in there with all the other fallen heroes. Crash Bandicoot and Spyro the Dragon are there. Yeah. <laughs> Spyro's like, people used to cheer my name once. Like, not anymore, Spyro. Nobody knows who you are. You had the kids your have no idea. <laughs> Did they? 
<laughs> More so than they do now. I just yeah. imagine just like Link getting his medication and holding up in the air. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my back. <laughs> okay, don't do that again. Don't hold it. Don't hold it above the head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those Triforces are heavy. You can throw your back out, you know? <laughs> you get you like they come up with like clever little quests like you can't go up the stairs and the little like wheelchair like elevator things not working so you got to find the proper key card to make it work to go up the stairs <laughs> right they'll find a way <laughs> to throw the boomerang to hit the switch to move the chairlift there you go yeah i like how this game like it went from being like this guy who like is not allowed to do anything but work to pay off his thing and now it's just become like this senior citizen like simulator and i was like how did it like escape this dungeon that you've been left at <laughs> it's like curfew like when it's curfew time it, like it comes a stealth mission like hiding from like all the uh all the like um uh fuck, what are like the nurses that come the around nurses. the home looking for you yeah. and they're all you know they got swords and shit so they're the handlers handlers i was thinking yeah <laughs> your kid is, it's like the orderlies are taking my stuff sure pop who are you yeah. <laughs> nobody believes you you got a side quest remembering your wife's name right <laughs> <laughs> you got options to choose it's just got a couple of names and it just says never was important <laughs> <laughs> i want to say gladys right. <laughs> <laughs> ebony no all right yeah, it's like you you gotta hurry up and get out of here. My son's supposed to visit me. It's me, Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Hey. I thought my son was black. <laughs> no, hey, that's just Link's the kid life. that you always wished was your son, that you always invited over and told and told me that's good son. And be like, no, that's just a kid outside. He just liked coming in because you would see you had a big screen TV, free food, and fucking video games to play. Of course he showed up every single day. You probably, everybody else in the neighborhood thought it was fucking weird that you just started inviting this random kid over. I mean, they thought that he was hanging out with me, but he wasn't. <laughs> That's a sad end. <laughs> it wouldn't be the worst game in the world. No. no I, really, I kind of like the idea of, like the senior citizen simulator. I like the idea that maybe what if like what if the uh, the the if you win you die. Like the thing is, if you pass out, they revive you real quick. Just like sweet. And you're just looking for death is what you're, you're looking, looking for. You for don't... death, yeah. Because if you you're you're like you're like heart, you're like life alert thing goes off if you're like close to death, they'll find you. Start back up. You're back in the room. No, no. <laughs> you just gotta find creative ways to do it. Switching pills out. You gotta disable like the simulators. Yeah. Find a nice ice patch and just <laughs> eat shit. Just <laughs> eat shit on that ice patch. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and you can't trust the other old people in the home too because they might rat on you, right? And maybe also chasing around young Benny Hill style. Benny Hill style, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a loading screen. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little mini game play. Yakety sacks. Right. Your mission: pinch the nurse's ass. Also, be super racist. <laughs> Say <laughs> that you're allowed. Thing. While your kids go, he's set in his ways. Right. Like, oh, I'm from, used to it. <laughs> he's from World War II. It's a different time. It's from a different generation. <laughs> you get experience every time you get slapped. Like, oh, that one nailed him. I got it. <laughs> you got to watch out. You can't slap too hard. Your arthritis is kicking in. You get coming down with the rickets. Yeah, then you can't use your hand for like the next like half an hour. It has to recover. <laughs> Charge back up. If it's a, if it's 
if it's an ass grabbing game, it almost sounds like it'd be on like DS. You have to use the stylus, you know, to like for proper aiming. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. The problem is you're old, so your stamina bar is real small. <laughs> right. You fail a pinch, you wait it. Take about three steps, and then you gotta like lean on the wall. <gasps> Take out the oxygen mask <laughs> <laughs> for currency. When you yeah, once once you get the oxygen mask, that's when you can like start running like fully, yeah. and then it like that starts to deplete. You get the oxygen mask and the walker, you're good. Cur- for currency, <laughs> among all the old people in the in the game, is uh just pills. Pills and hard candy. Yeah. Pills and war medals. Yeah. <laughs> the sour candy balls that have been stuck together yeah. over time. If you want to sleep with that silver fox in the next room, you really got to sweeten that deal, you know? <laughs> Stack three of- purple hearts. <laughs> oh, we're shot I've three times. <laughs> oh, actually, I do kind of That game sounds actually kind of fun. That sounds like it'd be almost like, yeah, either DS or PC type game. The old point and click (laughs) style. If they can make a game like years ago, they made Bully. A game that just took place in a school. We can do a, uh, a, like a retirement home game. I think Mm -hmm. so. Rockstar. Yeah, that's the next. Finish Red Dead Redemption 2 and then start working on this project. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Shady Hills, the video game. Experience life. That's that's another game I do fucked up shit in. Oh, yeah. Oh, Red Dead. Yeah. I used to tie people up and like leave them on the tracks and shit. Everyone did that. But I also used to I lasso people. But they were bad guys. <laughs> they were all bad. But then I'd, I... I'd, they had it coming. <laughs> no, they'd be like, like those bandits to try to rob you and shit. Those but varmints. They, they do it under the guise of like lady that needs help and then these guys... Oh, yeah. Help. So I'd kill the dude. And then I'd lasso the girl. But I, and then I'd just ride. So she'd still be stuck to the rope. Just getting hit and rocked and shit. <laughs> but I've discovered if you ride long enough, like the game forgets that she's a bandit. And then people start like trying to chase you for her. Well they just see you dragging a woman <laughs> through the desert. <laughs> <laughs> so, like what are they supposed to expect? Like they didn't see what happened beforehand. Just like Stanley whiplash that shit. <laughs> That's what I liked is you, you got like the dastardly achievement if you threw her on the tracks. But I mean like they gotta give you like a way to be like she deserved it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Who unlocked the serial killer achievement? <laughs> <laughs> Not like I dragged like the milk lady or something. Not as far as the townsfolk know. It was just something. Yeah. In Red Dead Redemption, though, like that game was almost like you couldn't. It was either like, the only kind of elements since it was kind of so geared with its story. It was almost like it set it up so that you couldn't have certain like elements. I mean, you could kind of be a bad guy in that game, but not like really. It was that was more just like, oh, okay, you could kill people, yeah, and people might come after you, but. Oh, than that, though, the story's still going to continue on as John Marston, the hero of, you know, America. Yeah, it's really offsetting after you just waste the village that they're like, all right, cowboy, well done. Right. <laughs> exactly. But, well, we probably should start wrapping this up. We're at the two-hour and 35-minute mark. So, okay, that's what happens, though. You just yeah. get in a conversation. Next thing you know, it's... That's okay, though. As long as we don't, as long as we don't breach three, three is always a scary one. I know. I, I think anybody looks at three plus hours and they're like, "Oh, you better fucking have Tom Cruise on that podcast, or nobody's gonna fucking listen." <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a commitment. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely seen that before. I feel like my phone physically gets heavier when I download a three-hour podcast. Yeah, it, it scares me. <laughs> Woo, got a hefty one today. <laughs> but yeah, I want to say thanks a bunch, guys, for coming on the show and. Having all sorts of fun talking movies, video games, oh, and theories. <laughs> oh, this was, great. this was a lot of fun, guys. Yeah. 
Glad to have broke, you on. Oh, sorry, cut you off the Sorry, go ahead. So we broke a lot of ground today, you know, like flee the switches the right ears. <laughs> yeah. I want my retirement game. <laughs> I know. I think that's a very important thing is the retirement video game. Come on. Yeah. And let us do with that. Let us kick kids in it. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah, because they're old people, so they should be able to get away with it. Yeah. New age. <laughs> they, they deserve it. I want to unlock. After all, they went through. I want to unlock the whooping achievement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just like get different levels of belt. Your belt gets stronger as you go on. Right. You could trick it out with different buckles. <laughs> yeah. You start off with like your sandals or something, and you get the switch. Cut a switch. Yeah. Maybe even like a, a power cord. <laughs> yeah, you get power, yeah, you get power cords. You get like a big, like a training stick. You've unlocked wooden spoon. They'll finally <laughs> wanging them over the head with a fucking deluxe can. Or you can just like, old- like pelt children with like hard candy. Yeah. That's called the get off my lawn achievement. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the game should start off. You should literally just be in like a house, like fucking Clint Eastwood and Gran Torino. And next thing you know, you, you're just having this, you're, you're still trying to live off and you're just this race, racist kind of bastard outside there. You know, maybe not as good as Clint Eastwood was. And next thing you know, it's like somebody just calls the fucking like, we got to bring this guy in. You're like, no, no, no. You're getting like dragged off. Right. Your first. It's like the training level. Yeah. Your first quest is insult the Asian. <laughs> first quest was what? Oh, insult the Asian boy. <laughs> Once you've you've de- you've dealed enough insults, that's when they start to drag you off, and that's when the real game starts. <laughs> yeah, right, that's a tutorial. You got a lot of racism to unlock, <laughs> so you can learn the skills and learn the controls. <laughs> you got to get the next perp to use the zipper head. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them how many you used to stack back in Nam. <laughs> <laughs> I spilled blood in the mud against you people. Right. <laughs> it's like, not only did I fight in World War II, I fought in the Korean War, Nam, and the Gulf War. I never stopped. <laughs> That's your character. You're just a grizzled, scarred-up old man. But <laughs> <laughs> now he's pretty much disabled. They could, like, can't really move so well anymore, so now he's got to use all these drugs and medications to get by. That's great. You could, re- you could like rejuvenate the whole shell shock thing that, that <laughs> turtles use but this time it's for real there you go <laughs> shell shock yeah this is that military flashbacks i think that's the name of the game yeah <laughs> shell shock. well it's like whenever you like get close to dying and they revive you that's when you have a, you have a flashback of the war and then you wait back to your bed. it's like a mini right. game you get to go you, rather than being kind of like oh the horse of war it's like, oh this is awesome you know yeah, it's just a complete wet dream. You're just like on a big turret, like shooting just tons of like foreigners coming at you. Flashback to when you used to get a bit of that Saigon whore. Yeah. <laughs> and then fucking cut her in front of her family. They didn't speak English. She's been marked. <laughs> I carved an American flag in her face. Right. Like the comedian. Yeah. What? Yeah. But worse. Nice. Oof. Oh, I think that's a perfect place to leave off. I, they, you know, I mean, there's no better place to leave off uh, than that. You know, I mean, we, I think we made our mark right there. That's pretty strong. Well, you guys got any shout outs you want to throw out? Uh, sure. Listen to us on uh, Paint It Black podcast. Uh, you can check us out everywhere podcasts are out there on Twitter at PIB Comics. You can shoot us an email, paintedblackcomics at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, when the when the new books are done, we'll send a couple your way, and you guys can uh, give me a 
a review of what you think. Have you worked out your issue with the old Chinese lady stealing your shit? Not yet. No, no. Uh, I Killers. I'm just. I thought this was Italian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think she's actually Vietnamese, but uh, but it doesn't really matter. Um, uh, she's just tell it to, wait, when she comes by, be like, I used to stand. <laughs> she would then just say, she did just say, like, she probably just like it would just go over her head. She literally like, what should I do with my life? Like, I don't fucking know. Just start by not steal my fucking mail. <laughs> <laughs> It's your own check, damn it. <laughs> Next thing you know, she's yeah, going to go to like the fucking bank with like an ID that says Ryan Dunnigan on it. And like, I Ryan Dunnigan. I Dunnigan. <laughs> yeah, you look, you look like you could be an Irishman. Here you go. <laughs> That's how they achieved back in the day. She's just got a cheap red wig on and like this fucking Irish cap, just <laughs> like not selling it, but trying real hard. <laughs> It's who's ever who's ever at the, the bank teller. It's their Monday, so they're just like, "Fuck it, Fuck okay, it. whatever." Yeah, here's two hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> you need more than a name tag that says, "Hi, my name is Ryan." Normally, <laughs> You're right? Today it's our lucky what about you Here name you tag of the month day, so it's okay. Here you go. Get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Until then, I'm Spencer Scott Holmes. I'm Ryan Dunnigan. I'm Pete and Lou. I'm Painted Black, and we will see you some other time. Thanks for listening to the Old Man Orange Podcast. Check out our website at oldmanorange.com for even more podcasts, cartoons, videos, music, and more. Send us an email at oldmanorangepodcast at yahoo.com. Be sure to subscribe, share, rate, and review us on iTunes, Podomatic, or any of the other fine sites we might be located on. And if you want to help out even more, click on the Amazon or GameStop links on our webpage before you make any purchases there. Won't cost you a penny, but it sends us a little something our way. Thanks for listening, and tune in next week to Old Man Orange. Yeah, but now we got this ugly-ass <laughs> mannequin in this room, dressed like Run DMC. Meets a- it's not going away. No. <laughs> I used to have a mannequin. There was a When I lived in San Francisco, there was a point where literally me and my buddy were walking home, and we walked past the sign, and we stop and go, that fucking sign just say free mannequins? We're like, we walk back, we're like, where the fuck's your free mannequin? The other person's like, oh, here's one more left right here. You guys can have it. It's like, fucking hell, we got a mannequin. We're like carrying this mannequin up the street. Like, I got the head, he's got the feet. We're walking by, like, you know, one of the arms falls off and everything. We're like, dude, this is the coolest thing ever. We put it up, we dress it up in like whatever extra clothes we have. So it has like this leather jacket on and jeans and it's like waving. And we put a George Bush mask on it and everything like that. It had like this Elton John wig and it looked fucking ridiculous. And I just remember like, the first night having it, we had it with its arm up, waving, like, yeah, he's, like, all friendly and stuff. Well, in the middle of the night, though, it just looks like some guy standing up there with a knife above you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then the weirder thing, too, is then somehow, some way, we, we had this mannequin, but then everybody else started realizing we had a mannequin. So you get these people coming up to you, like, dude, you, you got a mannequin? And we're like, yeah, we got a mannequin. He's like, I always wanted a mannequin. It's like, <laughs> Well, then don't come on over, then. That's our mannequin. And you yeah. just seem way too into these mannequins. You keep your grubby hands off my mannequin. <laughs> yeah. I just picture like, you see the sign free mannequin, and that's like when Homer Simpson saw the trampoline thing. Free trampoline! <laughs> <laughs> you can't pass up free now. Oh, how do you not jump on that? <laughs>